Welcome to the Life in the Now broadcast. I'm your host, Nikki Collins. Happy Monday. I pray that you all are having an amazing day. I have a very special guest in the studio with me on today. So please call a friend. Find some people who are who are married. Find some people who are dating and preparing to get married because they don't want to miss this show. They will want to hear this. Um, he's going to give us some amazing nuggets on building a healthy marriage. I say building because we're always learning each other. So my guest today, he's going to be talking about something that is going to be here in the city. Actually, it's going to be this week in this city. Start Tuesday, actually, February 12th. You don't want to miss it. I'm going to let him talk about it. But first, I want to introduce you to this man of God who God has truly blessed to be um, a ministry leader in our community. And he's doing some amazing things, especially in the area of marriage ministry. And I really think that you guys need to to check him out, connect with him, because I'm telling you, he has blessed my life. I've also worked with him over the last couple of months and God has truly blessed my life um, because of it. So I want to introduce to you guys, Mr. Richard Albertson of Live the Life. Thank you so much. Richard for joining me today. Thank on you, Nikki. I get to be with a rock star today. Oh, yeah. I'm very impressed. <laughs> I get to be with you. I'm honored to be on your show. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. This is such a blessing. And since we've met over the last couple of months, um, God has been doing some amazing things. I have been connected like never before and just been blessed. So it's a blessing to have you on here. And I know that our listeners or are going to really hear some things that, that are going to bless their lives and kind of like push them, especially our married couples. Find some married couples, tell them to turn this radio on today. <laughs> <laughs> today. So Richard, what is it that we we can look forward to that's coming up and and how did you um how did you start this thing? How did this thing start? Really, how did live the life start? Well, it uh, started out of the own dysfunction and screw-ups in my own marriage and uh wow. Uh, Elizabeth and I didn't know we were in trouble in our marriage until mm -hmm. we taught the class at our church. So we're teaching wow. this love is a decision class, and uh, I'm thinking everything's going great. Mm. And one of the questions is, how would you rate your marriage on a scale of 1 to 10? Wow. Well, I gave it a 9.5. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth gave it a 2. Wow. And I'm like, honey, 10 is the high score. One's the low score. And she's like, I know. And so I'm like, your Houston, wife, oh Richard, yeah. No. Elizabeth <laughs> yeah. gave your yeah. marriage a, a two. two at that time. Yeah, a two. And wow. I'm like, what is wrong with this woman? She doesn't understand. <laughs> so so I was wow. I was in shock. And mm -hmm. here we are teaching the class, the marriage class at our church. So this oh. is very embarrassing. And okay. I'm and I'm like so I was an idiot. I, I actually got a legal pad. And I started to write down some things that she could do. Mm -hmm. I could help her get her scores up. If she would do the things <laughs> on this list that I could help her improve right. her marriage. And she looked at me like, are you crazy? And that made things worse. And mm -hmm. it got to the point where she said, if things didn't change in our marriage, mm -hmm. she wanted a divorce. She wanted wow. to get out. And she had had about enough. And I was like, I was so upset with her because why are you tearing up our marriage? 
You know, why are you, you know, we got two little kids at the time. You're going to ruin those girls' lives. You're going to mess up my life. And you're the, you're the cause of all these problems. So she and was so, the cause of Oh, all. she was the cause of all the problems. Yeah, so I, I had a lot to learn. And uh, so we, we just tried to really humble. I had to humble myself. I had a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. I still have a lot to learn about marriage. but Because I just didn't know how to be married. Most wow. couples don't know how to have a strong relationship. They, they saw stuff growing up that was destructive. That's right. They saw they didn't see a healthy marriage. They didn't see healthy relationships around them. So right. they're just repeating what they learned because yeah. they don't know any better. Mm-hmm. That is so true. And marriage today, oh, my God, so many people take it for granted. Yes. But there are some people out here who are fighting for their marriage, who believe in marriage, who believe that God is the he, he ordained marriage. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe in what you're doing and, and it's needed. Yeah. There are so many relationships and marriages right now that they're good but like you said they're trying to grow we're learning each other we're trying to see you know how can we you know save their marriages to grow in their marriages so so Richard what what are you doing now what this what's coming up yeah when I saw the flyer I was like, oh, I'm there. <laughs> I was like, babe, I, whether you're there or not, I'm there. And he's like, I'm there too. So I'm, I'm excited about this. To me, it's for couples. And I, I wouldn't call it a conference, but date night event. Yeah, just That's a date night. It it's just a date night. Yeah. Wow. So can you tell us a little bit about who's coming and what's happening? Well, yeah, we're very excited that Gary Chapman is coming. Oh, and uh, he yes. wrote that book, uh, The Five Love Languages, mm-hmm. which is a New York Times bestseller uh, all over the world. Yes. It's just sold millions and millions of copies. So Dr. Chapman's coming here live. He's coming mm-hmm. here uh, Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And so he'll be at uh, North Florida Baptist mm-hmm. uh, from 7 to 9. It's twenty nine dollars a couple. So I mean, for two people, that's two a, people. to get one of the top marriage experts in the yes. world coming to Tallahassee mm-hmm. to bless us, to teach us, to learn from him. Yes. You know, he's the real deal. You know, a he lot is. of folks when they get famous and they mm-hmm. become a best selling author, their egos, you right. know, they get a little carried carried away, mm-hmm. and they're kind of full of themselves. Right. But he's very down to earth. He's very loving. Mm-hmm. He's very real. He's oh. very real. So I think he's going to relate to everybody and help them have a stronger yes. marriage. Yes. yes, and I look forward to it. I mean, I'm so excited every week. I'm like, is it next week? Is it this week? <laughs> when is you it know, coming? So now I am so <laughs> excited, and I know there some of you that are listening out there, um, it is actually tomorrow night, February 12th, from 7 to 9 p.m. at North Florida Baptist Church. It, oh, God. The man himself, Gary Chapman, Come on, get your husband, get your spouse. Come on, let's go. Even if you are planning to get married, if you're dating, be, yeah, if you're you dating, to, you don't have to be married. You need yeah. to, you need to be there, mm-hmm. right, Richard? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and to learn some key things yeah. that I didn't learn. So, just to kind of give you an example, if mm-hmm. people aren't familiar with the love languages, mm-hmm. there's five of them. You know, one of them is uh, words of affirmation, where you right. say positive things about each other. Right. Uh, second one is like acts of service. Mm-hmm. The next one is uh, giving gifts. Yes. Then there's quality time, spending quality time together. And then mm-hmm. the last one is physical touch. Yes. So everyone has different love languages, and right. I didn't understand this. Growth. So w- just to give you an example, again, how I, how I messed up. But when <laughs> we were when we were first married, um, I my my love language is mm-hmm. acts of service. Now I didn't know it at the time because I had not learned all this stuff, right. but. It's acts of service. So you're doing things. You're helping people. You're mm-hmm. you're lending a hand. You know, how right. can I help pitch in? So mm-hmm. we're first married, and we're in our little townhouse up in Washington D.C. <laughs> and I'm going around and I'm scrubbing the toilets, and I'm and I'm I'm cleaning the house, and I'm vacuuming, mm-hmm. and I'm just helping around the house on Saturday. And Elizabeth, her love language is quality time. 
Right. And she's me, she sees me walking around doing all this, and she's like, well, is the house not clean enough for you? And <laughs> do I not do a, a good a job like mm-hmm. your mom? Your mom had a cleaner house than my house, and so are you comparing me to your mom? And wow. here she thought I was trying to c- criticize her that the house mm-hmm. wasn't clean, so I'm, I'm obviously having to go around the house cleaning up because you're not doing a good job. And I'm like, no, I'm... That's, I'm wow. trying to help. I thought I was helping you. I mm-hmm. thought I was pitching in because that's my love language. Mm-hmm. But hers is quality time. So instead of me visiting with her, talking to her, connecting with her, spending time with her, I'm upstairs walking around the house doing all this. And she wants to be with me. Wow. You're completely missing each other. Missing each other. Couples do this all the time. They all miss each other. Because oh, you very often fall in love with someone with a different love yes, language than you have. that is so true. <laughs> and if we could ever learn each other's love language and really identify it, we can, we can really stop a lot of the arguments. That's you know? exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> you really right. could. And, you know, one thing about my husband and I, and, and I – I would get on to him about not buying flowers enough. I'm like, where are my flowers? <laughs> I mean, this person had flowers and that person had flowers and I have to wait. Where are my flowers? <laughs> so I asked, where where are my flowers? I mean, I'm looking at other people, friends, they getting flowers and they're showing their flowers off. And I'm like, where are my flowers? So the Lord revealed to me, well, you get boxes like every other month and it's a dress. Those are your flowers. Mm. That's your flowers. And I had to repent. And I was like, Lord, (laughs) forgive me. And I went to my husband and I said, you know what? I'm sorry because this is the way that you show. These are your flowers. And I appreciate it. And I wear my flowers all the time. So it was. (laughs) I just had to recognize what he was doing instead of complaining about what what, he's not doing. doing. So that, you know. That's a trap we fall in all the time, yeah. you know, because it's what I want. Right. And so love right. is experienced when needs are met. And when the needs are not met, we don't feel love. So oh, we're not wow. feeling the love. So we got, we got to meet the need. And so right. often in marriage, we focus on the problems. Oh. We focus on the problem behavior. Mm-hmm. He does this and mm-hmm. she does this. And right. you know, all she does is nag and complain. Right. She complains about everything, <laughs> just nags. But we don't uh-huh. look at what's the underlying need. There's a need underneath there that's not being met. And so instead of focusing on the problem you see, focus on the, what's the what's the need underneath this and if i focus on that mm-hmm. the problem behavior tends to go away and kind of right. fade away right. when the need is being met yes. that doesn't the problem behavior is oh, not so big that is so good yeah. that is so powerful yeah. <laughs> i'm telling you i'm just like that is so, we need this we all need we this. all need this we weren't taught this i'm telling you yeah. and so many young people who are getting married even though they've gone through their counseling and things like that i think they still need something else we we Absolutely. need a refer- refreshers all the time all you know? the time and i'm still learning i'm <laughs> yeah. still learning you know some of right. your folks might be wondering how in the world do we go from a a two back up and so right. you, you'd have to ask elizabeth now what the score is today because i very often when i teach the classes and the retreats uh-huh, uh-huh. I very often ask her, honey, what's the score today? What, what? So I kind of get a check in, you know, right. see how it's going. The last time she gave me a 9.5. Oh, so I figured, good. okay, I've, I've come up, up a little bit. But yes. one of, there's so many things. That's kind of the whole point of why we have Live the Life. How do we get from a 2 to a 10? That's that's mm-hmm. why we started Live the Life, to help okay. couples learn how to do it. So yes. we went on a mission. We went on a hunt all over the country. Mm-hmm. Where are the programs that work, mm-hmm. that make a difference? Because a lot of the marriage stuff that we get, and, you know, and sometimes in the churches, it's all head knowledge. It's right. all, yes, I know I need to have a marriage. I, mean, I know the Bible says, you know, mm-hmm. that we're supposed to have a healthy marriage and a strong marriage and the Lord loves it. And that's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. But now how do I do it? So mm-hmm. we've spent we spent these last 21 years focusing on the how. Mm-hmm. You know, in Chick-fil-A, one of the key concepts they talk about is 
Most people, 95% of people cannot operationalize what they know. That's a fancy way of saying, I know I need to lose weight, but how? You know, I know I need to have a good marriage, but how? So that's, we've tried to solve that puzzle. And so one of the things I want to leave your, your, your listeners with is the whole idea of the power of us. Mm-hmm. Because in a health edge marriage, you know, it talks in scripture in Genesis about, you know, a husband, a man will leave his mother and father, yes. join to his wife, and they yes. will become one flesh. So in a healthy marriage, there's me, and then there's Elizabeth, and then there's us. Us is more important than me. Us is more important than Elizabeth. So one of the secrets of how do you get to a lifelong marriage is how to find us. us. It's always there. Wow. Now, most of us know, we know I'm there, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm selfish, you know, and I know she's right. there. But where's this us thing? Exactly. That takes some work. That doesn't come natural. Wow. What comes natural is me, my selfishness, mm-hmm. my sin, my flesh. I got that one down. Oh, but us takes a little bit of work. So you got to kind of go on a hunt for it. It's, it's always there. And, you know, the, how do you know it's there? You can feel it. You can feel when us is in the house, and uh-huh. you can feel when us is, is not in the house. <laughs> that is the truth there. <laughs> and your kids, your kids know too. If you've got yes, kids, they know when they us know. is in the house. Mm-hmm. So you can feel the presence of us, and you can feel the absence of us. You know when us is in the house. Oh, Richard, that is so powerful. <laughs> so many couples need to need to hear this about us. Yeah. You know, you may be there in the in the home physically, but you're not there. That's right. You know, the, like you said, the us is not there. It's not there. How do we get oh. it back? How do we go on a hunt for it? Mm. So we teach the very practical skills. Okay. And we show couples how to do it through communication, through mm-hmm. conflict mm-hmm. resolution, mm-hmm. through working. And just to give you another example, this is one of the things we show in the class. It's kind of fascinating. We call it the high brain and the low brain. Mm. So typically what happens is when we get into an argument, we go into our low brain. Mm-hmm which means that's the most primitive part of the human brain. That's right. where, where you're breathing and your heart's pumping. Mm-hmm. And so if you're about to hit a car, you slam on the brakes because your low brain is all about protection, right. self-protection. Right. And, and it goes on alert. And it's always, who's going to hurt me? And I'm always trying to exactly. protect myself. But what happens is, and they did this study, and they've got with 10,000 people, it doesn't matter whether you're black, white, rich, right. poor, Asian, Hispanic, exactly. all the slides look the same. So what happens when you're angry is your neocortex, your frontal lobes, the, mm-hmm. the highest part of the human brain, mm-hmm. shuts down. When you're angry, strong emotions, the low brain takes over, the high brain shuts down. And when do we have most of our conflict? In our low brain. We're fighting, we're yelling, we're screaming, we're throwing things, we're just going insane. Because like, are you out of your mind? And I would say, well, yes, Yes, you're not in your high mind, you're in your low brain. You're You're not in your high brain, you're in your low brain. So we teach couples the skills how to get from your low brain over to your high brain. And when you show couples how to do that, they're like, oh. Oh my gosh. Mm. We had a couple just this last weekend, Hope Weekend, we have for troubled marriages. And we're down in Fort Lauderdale. And, and this couple been married 35 years. Mm-hmm. And the husband was a serial adulterer. I mean, he was having multiple affairs for many, many, many years. And he had not confessed all of his uh, affairs to her. So we were like, you know, we need to be honest. We need to put everything on the table. Let's work with what there. And of course, he got triggered and he went in his low brain and she went in his low brain and they just walked out. Wow. Uh, they walked out of the retreat and they left. I'm like, oh boy, we're in trouble now. So, oh but, but they got into their low brain. And so then they went home and they started up and think about, you know, that's kind of what Richard was talking about. I'm in my, I am very upset right now. I'm so angry. Right. I could just, cause I thought he had told me all of it. He's mad at her and she's mad at him mm-hmm. and they're just back to doing it the way they did it. But then the light went on. They said, you know what? What if we got back into high brain and did one of those skills they taught us and let's, let's try that. So wow. they got together and they, they, they worked through the skill. They mm-hmm. practiced it and they're like, mm-hmm. Well, that was so much better. I did it in the high brain. Okay. They came back the next day 
they decided to reconcile and they signed a commitment pledge that they're going to mm-hmm. stay married. So See, that's, that's huge. Not, that's, that's awesome. God is so amazing. <laughs> Show them how to do it. Show them how to do it. Yeah. And you talk about the high brain. I'm telling you, let's take the high road. <laughs> Amen. Think the about high road. Jesus. Think about, you know, everything you that's high. Yeah, that's because right. when we go low, that's just too, that's too much. Yeah. When we, you know, because now, like you said, we're, we're, we're calling names. We're throwing things. That's yeah. just, you know, you don't want to stay there at right. that place. So this is so powerful, Richard. And Nikki, we learned that when we were growing up. I mean, yeah. we watched parents and yes. siblings and family members go in their low brain mm-hmm. and that's how they did it so no one ever called it dirty fighting before no one ever right. we just it's normal it's just natural it's what i saw growing up so mm-hmm. i just don't know any better oh. that's most of the battle is that most couples just don't know how don't know how this is this is awesome really. yeah. i'm telling you i don't even want to stop you know because you know th- this is some good stuff for relationships for for couples and people who are looking to get married you know you need to know this stuff now Yes. You know it now. You'll know how to handle, you know, uh, conflict. Yes. Better instead of the negative way that, yeah. that we've always known. What that we learned. Always yeah. learned. So yeah. this is so good. And I'm, I'm excited about the date night. I'm, I'm excited about it because I know he's also he's going to add, you know, the, the cherry on top. Yes. Of, you know what you guys have already been teaching and pouring and and things. But but you're here. You're here, yeah, Richard. Right here, in town. Right here in town. Right here in town. Right here. What what programs? What what do you have that couples that are in distressed marriages, you know, can can come or just couples who just want to keep their marriage alive, just keep it keep the fire burning. You know, what things that you have? The programs. That, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, so if you go to livethelife.org, you mm-hmm. know, livethelife.org, mm-hmm. all the programs are listed there, but I mean, we have everything from working with middle school and high school kids yes. all the way through couples that have been married for 50 years and kind of wow. everything in between. So you know, with the middle school kids, you're mm-hmm. trying to teach them right up front how to yeah, health, health relationships. And you know yes, about that. I know, you, you know, I know about, about that because you, <laughs> you guys have been doing a great job teaching that Thank in the schools. You. And you're making a difference. I mean, I've seen the evaluations from oh, the, wow. the classes y'all have been teaching. And the students are like, wow, oh, that's I awesome. needed this. I, this was so helpful. This is, And you're, you're changing I, lives. Yes, I it's, love it. It's happening right before our eyes. So mm-hmm. if we can help those kids at the younger age yes. learn how to have healthy relationships, man, down the road, that's mm-hmm. going to pay huge dividends. Yes, so it is. We have it a program is. called Start Smart, which mm-hmm. is a premarital program for couples mm-hmm. before you get married. Mm-hmm. You match them up with a mentor, someone okay. who's been married 5, 10, 20 right. years, someone older, you know, yes. a little wiser, been mm-hmm. through some stuff, learned right. learn some things the hard way. Mm-hmm. They help the younger couple, and they kind of mentor them. They coach them. And, mm-hmm. hey, here's how we handled finances. And, man, that was a struggle. And here we did everything the wrong way. We had all this credit card debt, right. and we didn't know how to do it. And no one ever told us, you mm-hmm. know, just to give you one example that I think is really beneficial for your listeners. Uh-huh. One of the concepts in Start Smart is to teach people the 10-10-80 rule, which is so simple. No one ever told me the 10-10-80 rule, but it's wow. basically if you, if you save 10% of your income every month, tithe 10% to the Lord, and give 80%. Wow. People who follow the 10-10-80 rule never have financial problems. Wow. What happens is most Americans are on the 105-100 rule. Mm-hmm. Every month, I spend uh-huh. 105% right. of my income because I have a credit card or exactly. I borrow money or whatever. So we're li- we c- And then we're like, what happened? And then we, get for it. we can't get out of that debt. But if you follow that 10, 10, 80 rule, mm-hmm. you know, over, uh, Dave Ramsey says, over, the, over like 40 or 50 years, you're going to be in the top 1% or 2% of America if you do that. And I'm like, oh okay, I need to be doing the 10, 10, 80 rule. But right. no one ever told me that. 
So I love wow. sitting down with these young couples and, mm. you know, all someone might say is, well, you should save for retirement. Well, what does that mean? What, how much? What's the plan? Right. 10, 10, 80. 10, 10, You'll 80. be in the top 2% of income within wow. like 30 or 40 years. 10, 10, 80, y'all. 10, 10, 80, y'all. Yeah. I'm telling y'all. 10, but again, 10, 80. no one ever told me this. Right. I never learned this. But and this it's is like the secret stuff. that these people have. Why would we hang on to these secrets? Let's tell people Let's what tell they are. Exactly. Otherwise, they're going to get into credit card debt and they're going to get overwhelmed underneath, oh. buried under the weight of all those those bills and it's just it's exhausting problems in In the marriage there you go Mm -hmm. finances i heard that finances was the the number like one of the the top it is one sex and finances are the two big ones there you go and then it's the conflict over Over the sex (laughs) yeah now now it's really odd in the low brain by the way yeah Yeah. (laughs) right oh this has been so amazing richard um i look forward to uh seeing you guys uh at date night I look forward to seeing some of our listeners out there. Look, if you're listening and you want more information, um, even from uh, the programs that Richard has, please, please, please go to their website. It is livethelife.org. Livethelife.org. This has been such an amazing show. If you want to connect with us, please go to my website, NikkiCollins.org. If you want to connect just with the radio show, let us know about the information that you've just heard. You can go to Facebook. We have a Life in the Now Facebook page. So go on there, check the Facebook page, and let us know how we're doing out here. But we just want to thank you all so much for listening. Richard, thank you again for being a guest on my show. I know that the people are thoroughly blessed. So we thank you so much. Thank you, Nikki. It's been an honor. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So until next week, remember to live your life in the now. This edition of Life in the Now Radio is brought to you by Higher Dimension Church Tallahassee, where the people are great. Join us at our new location, 2555 North Monroe Street, Suite 8, Tallahassee, Florida, 32303. Sunday services at noon, Wednesday night, interactive Bible study, 7 p.m. For more information, www.hdchurchtallahassee.org. Life in the Now Radio is celebrating Black History Month. Black History Month, also known as African American History Month in the U.S., is an annual observance in Canada, Ireland, the Netherlands, the U.K., and of course, the U.S. African American History Month originated from Negro History Week back in 1926 with Carter G. Woodson. The week was announced to be the second week of February, and that was chosen because it coincided with the birthday of Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. African American History Month is celebrated in October in the UK, the Netherlands, and Republic of Ireland. Happy African American History Month. Never say die. Never say die. The blackness. Keep the game on.
We're gonna do this song. It's called You Waited. You came out of your way. You sat down to speak to me. <laughs> what amazing grace that you've shown so patiently and you. Oh 